Welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Bish back with you on a Tuesday. If you're listening on demand, to make sure that you turn your volume a little bit up here on this segment, because for those of you who play fantasy sports, Joe Pizapia has been in this industry or this community for a very long time and has done some of the most innovative fantasy predictive analysis that I've come across, and Joe knows that, and worked with him for many years over at SiriusXM, and very thrilled to have him on the show today. We did our three up, three down segment. It was a little bit of a disaster, but it's okay. We'll move on now and talk about something that's much better, which is the Fantasy Black Book, which you can purchase right now, and Joe will tell you all about that. But I, I think before we get to that, let's let's give people a little bit of a backstory, Joe, because there are a lot of folks who are listening, obviously, uh, to me for the first time, and that means they're listening to you for the first time. So when you came up with the idea, I'm going to say, I'm going to guess, seven or eight years ago, uh, how did that come about, and why did you decide to do it? Believe it or not, next year will be 10 years of the Black Book. But what, wow. what happened was, I yeah, I know. What happened was I was... You know, writing for a couple of sites on the side, and that was not going well. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this in my own hands, and I'm going to put a book out with this relative position value theory, which is what I've been using. It's a, it's a value-based drafting system, but it's so much more than that, and it's so much more specific than a lot of the others that are out there, and much more applicable and more user-friendly. And I thought, hey, I'll throw it up there, and I'll see what happens, and it'll at least be mine. I'll own it, Right. And that first year, I guess there was a void in the market, and it went to number one in Amazon and fantasy sports. And uh, it's been incredible ever since. In fact, this past summer, last year, actually, we were in August number one in all football books on Amazon for uh, a couple of weeks there, which is wild. I mean, that was ahead of Tom Brady's book. It was ahead of Nick Foles' book about his Cinderella story of the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. So that was absolutely incredible to see and to see the journey over 10 years. And uh, I'm very lucky. And I think what we do is we provide content that's different and unique. And now you're in a spot where everybody's just being spoon fed all this information. Everybody's being, everyone's being spoon fed rankings and all that stuff. And that's not really a, that's not a strategy. Rankings is opinion. We have a lot of informed opinions in the book, but that's not enough. That's not going to put you over the top. That's not going to separate you from the pack. And I think that's the difference of what the black book does and it's so in-depth and so specific, and it really cares more about your fantasy team than about our opinion. And I think that that's kind of the way to approach things, Joe. But the question is always deriving rankings and coming up with opinions. And I, and I thought that you put out something, a very interesting tweet last week, which is not something – you don't normally get too spicy on social media. And, and I know that on radio shows – you have a drama background for people that don't know and an acting background. And so that's kind of some of that comes through in your thespian uh, pronunciations and speech. But it's rare to see you. It's rare to see you go off and say something on Twitter like, hey, like bleep the rankings like this is how it's done. And I'm kind of wondering why you did that, because that's not well, because it's I all I see. It's 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 all out there. And I just feel like there's a better way to do it. And, you know, rankings, again, it's it's. Someone's informed opinion, and granted, there's a lot of people out there, and, and people like myself, and people who write in the book, who have a lot of well-informed opinions that matter. But it's not enough to know just like, okay, I rank this guy above this guy. Well, how do you quantify that? What's the difference between wide receiver one number three and wide receiver one number seven? And that's what relative position value does. It allows you to see that on the board and say, oh, okay, the fantasy league average wide receiver one is going to give me X number of points, right? And you're going to see who's above that and below it. And that allows you in every format to then dictate the strategy. And it's not enough to say a player is worth this. Well, a player is worth this in a certain format, in a certain 
uh, a certain style of fantasy football or fantasy baseball, whatever you play. And that's the whole thing, too. There's way too much just whitewashing across the board where people think a player's value dictates or his talent dictates his value, and that's not the case. I think the format and the player's talent dictates the value more so. And it's just it, when you see so much fantasy football content out there and there's so much of it, here's my top 25 and here's my top 100. How does the top 100 list help anyone do anything? I don't know. What we do is we give you a whole chapter about this is what you should do in PPR this year. And, and not even like period, just this year because of the player pool. This is what you should do in standard, a whole chapter, standalone strategy for that, which actually people can go in and everybody seems to play different formats now. So you can go into a super flex or best ball or standard and say, hey, I'm going to review the chapter, go through it. I use the RPV rankings and they're not just rankings, they're quantified rankings and they're very simple because I think the other thing is, Mish, and you'll see it, you'll see all these deep stats, right? And I think that overbears a lot of people, especially the casual fan. They see all these deep metrics, especially in baseball, where they go, well, how do I use this? How do I disseminate it? And I don't think that's the best thing to do. Instead, I would much rather give someone something simple and say, here, Jose Altuve is 22% better than the average fantasy league second baseman. Oh, I can wrap my mind around that, and I can understand how to stay in the positive and how to make that work. Joe Pizzapia is with us. His fantasy black book is available. We'll tell you all about it and how you can purchase it, certainly. But uh, he's been a good friend of mine and a fantasy analyst now going on, as he mentioned, almost uh, 10 years with me and then 10 years of, of doing the black book, certainly. But, uh, Joe, as it pertains to fantasy football, and, I, and I'm not doing much of that discussion here in the month of June because I still believe a lot of people have to really focus on fantasy baseball. And I will ask you some fantasy baseball questions here in a minute. But um, in terms of your research and analysis for fantasy football, without ruining or spoiling the purchase of the Black Book, can you 